Greetings, D-Class Jake, D-Class Serge, D-Class Kai. We have a new D-Class joining us for testing today. D-Class, introduce yourself. I'm a D-Class? <laughs> I thought this was a nice podcast. Yeah, sorry. Uh, maybe, maybe, every single time. Maybe when you're older. <laughs> <laughs> okay, brilliant. SCP Foundation is ageist. Hi, I'm Sean Saxon, host of the Create Stuff Podcast and SCP Authors Anomalous. Welcome. Also technically Welcome. an SCP author, I'm ashamed to admit. Yes, what a what a terrible profession to hold. You're our third author? No, there's more than that. How many authors have we had? Minimum third. Four? Five? I like barely rad. We're like two and a half. Yeah, Rad. Nikki's okay. written one now. Lock. Lock. Stonefish. Um, Stonefish, four. So you're fifth? Fifth, you're somewhere, yes. You're somewhere in the SCP author harem for us. Brilliant. Love harems. So why don't you why why don't you describe what you do in a little bit more detail for people who don't know? I would love to. Um, so I run two podcasts. One of them is Create Stuff, where I interview people who make more unique or less mainstream forms of art, and also SCP Authors Anomalous, where I specifically bring on two SCP authors. We read their stuff and then we talk about it. There you go. Cool. It's cool. Nice. Go check it out. Available mostly on YouTube. Um, great stuff is on like all the other podcasting platforms, and technically so is SP Authors Anomalous, according to the RSS feed I use, but I can't find it, so I'm not sure about that. But uh, yeah, it's probably out there somewhere. Hmm. Amazing. Nice. And it's probably linked in the description, as long as uh, as long as my wonderful host here, I've done that. We should probably also introduce ourselves in case yes. any other before, strange people come on here. Before we introduce ourselves, though. Yes. If you are listening to this episode, which you, I'm assuming you are if you heard me say that, <laughs> go on YouTube.com and subscribe to the So You Think You Can Fan in YouTube channel. Released now. We have 11 episodes up. Um, feed us into the algorithm. Listen to all the episodes in order using our playlist. The, binge, the So You Think You Can Fan in binge list. As well as the Chain of Memories fanology, which has three episodes, which I don't understand how, because there's only one episode out for it. But uh, whatever. <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy. I'm going there right now. SYTYC, YouTube.com slash SYTYC fanon. It's not a mouthful. Shut up. Subscribe. Subscribe. Also, I'm subscribe to Shot Saxon while you're there. That's also true. Yes, subscribe. If we get a thousand subscribers and Sergio's going to host a Star Wars themed Dungeons and Dragons game. <laughs> not to like not to listen to just like to play yeah no like, just for us. you guys don't get it's to just for us yeah it's actually just for us <laughs> we won't record it <laughs> we might talk about what happened at some point intermittently on the podcast because it'll be a lot of fun but so true so true bestie so true, so bestie, true bestie he's speaking so true, facts bestie. he's spitting speaking of uh, speaking of spitting in words yes go ahead serge I will start first with the introductions. Hello, my name is Sergio. I go by the Hunter 03 on most platforms. Uh, I'm in charge? Question mark. Um, I take <laughs> charge a lot. Nobody she, questions my authority. Sergio is the one with the most massive cock that he beat us down with. <laughs> <laughs> the black mama. I think. I, I think. <laughs> I think. I, think what the hell is this podcast? I thought this was going to be something far different. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable. No, with no, you're, no, you're, you're I'm fine. Joking, you're I, fine. Joke, I joke, I joke. We, we can put it away. I have, a, I have quite a big cock too. Don't worry. 
I think the way to describe <laughs> it is that Sergio tells us to do things and then I say things that make him mad and then we do them. <laughs> Where does the cock come in? Um, after the <laughs> recording, usually. Oh, I'm so excited <laughs> for that part. Well, on the so you think you can only fans, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll, I'll introduce yeah. myself yeah. next, I guess. I'm uh, Jake, a.k.a. Greg Chudley. A.K.A. Greg Chudley LLC. Um, I like to say things that make people laugh, and that's I. I don't know how else to describe. I'm insane. You know, we have like a I'm insane, and also, um, if the, the FBI is listening, I'm not going to tweet anything. He's also not going to do anything. Yeah. Very critical. Very critical. Very critical. Yes. I am not a controversial figure. Uh, my name is Alexander Philburn Whitworth Pendragon. That oh. you can call him Matt. I love men. Is my favorite phrase. <laughs> I don't like men personally. I just think the statement I love men is funny. Uh, b- is before before Kai Bartholomew introduces himself i would just like to say fbi uh i just got my microbiology degree so if you want me for those uh secret bio labs you got going on in ukraine hit me up (laughs) nice also yeah i'm officially on the podcast congratulations sergio congrats for having a degree oh why would you do that to yourself microbiology he's continuing it that sounds yeah he's gonna get a master's and then a doctorate i respect it nice Dr. Hunter. Speaking Dr. of Dr. biology. 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 Here, uh, I am Kai Burt, a.k.a. Kai Bartholomew, a.k.a. Just Kai. Um, I also am putting myself under the hell that is a biology degree, but for some sort of organismal level biology. And... I'm the one who literally just laughs at everything on the podcast and doesn't talk. Kai is our ego boost. This is boost. true. Yes. Kai is the, the greatest morale boost of all time. Brilliant. Now, Kai, I've heard the rumors, and I don't know if they're true. Can you confirm? Is it true that Kai not only has a gun, but it is loaded? Uh, Not as far as the FBI is concerned. Oh my man! Is there a scene of FBI on this uh, on this episode we're, or something? The cl- no, it's a long story. It's a oh, long boy. story. It's a long story. I made a tweet and then the FBI called me <laughs> to make the to shorten it as much as possible. So that's why you guys told me to stop saying all of those horrible things before the podcast began. Yes. Yeah. How I get it. Be, be sure to throw away. Be, be sure to throw away that five hundred pounds of fertilizer you have in your basement. <laughs> Speaking of fertilization, I did not mean for that to come out that way. Let's talk about this fertile idea of are we cool yet? Oh my god, somebody would kill you, me. Would you, like to explain, terrified. would you like to explain what Are We Cool Yet is? Oh my god, are you asking me how to film up to? Are we cool yet? Oh my god. I'm okay, I'm okay, you can talk. 
I should have listened. I should have listened. They told me this oh. wasn't a good idea. They told me. They told me this would happen. Oh. Uh, so you think you can? No. Are we cool yet? I I might have mixed them up. Are we cool <laughs> yet? Is a group of interest within the SCP Foundation, not within mm. the SCP Foundation, within the SCP <laughs> Foundation universe, I guess. Um, that is made of like a bunch of artists who make stuff. Uh, that is anomalous. If they're and listening, it's not like an official group. It is, it's more of a sure. movement. So you can say you're part of Are We Cool Yet, and you are. There's not like a like a group that gets together for for meetings every Wednesday night, but uh, it's more of a movement. There are like groups within it, like the Critics Lot or Joey's Lot, but uh, says that it's just uh, pretentious artists being pretentious artists most of the time. And burning. Now, well, I, I do I do have a question. Um, I have the the pages tagged with Are We Cool Yet pulled up right now. Um, could you personally explain to me right now? Uh, the Orgy 5 Council 9 XXXK End of Virginity scenario. What the <laughs> hell are you talking about? <laughs> this, is, this is a page on uh, under Are We Cool Yet? Could you say I'm that? Not surprised, like, for that one again? Like, this, is not, um, this is no surprise. I would like to repeat, real slow. Uh, Orgy Council or Orgy 5 Council 9 XXXK End of Virginity scenario. <laughs> How does that McDonald's make you feel? Song. That does sound like a great McDonald's. Honestly, song. kind of excited. It makes me feel like <laughs> me there's too. a there's going to be a use for um, fertilization soon. Do you know who <laughs> do you know who Grant McDonald is, Sean? No, I don't think so. Have you ever heard of Ram Ranch? Of course I've heard of Ram Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is terrible. This is what you guys do. Oh my god. And this is like half of Radiger's episode. I'm like, oh, this is fine. It's kind of funny. You know, whatever. Like, uh, it's a fertilization. Ram See, Ranch. No, we, really we have to get, the, uh, we have to get the, the crazy shit out of the way for context. <laughs> I've, been, I've been gone for two months, basically. Oh my god. Jacob has lost his mind. He's in cool. Florida right now. I did move to Florida um, and I was gone for two months in isolation with no Wi-Fi or TV and I lost my mind and became the Joker. And so <laughs> this is what the podcast is now. You're a Florida man. It's official. Oh, Anyways, Grant McDonald um, is a musician who made the ram ranch song and has made 524 more that's um, not a, that's not an exaggeration including the album ukraine's heroes featuring yes. amazing songs like fuck putin and fucking russian soldier boys oh um, I just wanted to know if you knew who Grant McDonald was, because I'm pretty sure Grant McDonald is the closest thing we have to a real-life uh, SCP person of interest. <laughs> I think Grant McDonald is an SCP. Because he sounds no like he'd be in Are We Cool Yet, honestly. There's no way that he has made that many songs and isn't, like... Insane. A serial murderer <laughs> or, like, an accountant who hates his life. <laughs> You have to be making a lot of money off this, right? Because Ram Ranch was really big. I don't know. Because kind of. all big? of his, all of his, me the, the like meme. I don't know if anyone ever actually listened to the songs. Because you know, like Ram Ranch, like I said, he's a musician. He makes songs. Ram Ranch itself, like as a as a product, as a as an art form, as an art form, is very popular. But I think like on YouTube, all the songs only have a couple thousand views each. I see. I see. It's like furry um, porn. <laughs> yes, it's exactly art. Like it's that. art, but like you know, that that did that genuinely stunned me. 
numbers for Grant McDonald before we actually get into the episode 15 minutes in <laughs> this is um, Ram Ranch on Spotify has 8.4 million plays and the second highest Ram Ranch 7 which is the Hell best yeah. one uh has 673,000 wow what the hell wait there's a there there's is, multiple Ram there's ranches? 545 Ram Ranches that's what? not an exaggeration Sean I, I thought that, that was like a lot of songs ongoing narrative. the amount of Ram Ranches. No, 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 no. There is more than that in, in song number. There is quite literally a Ram Ranch for every number between 1 and 545. If you Google <laughs> Ram Ranch in a number, it will it will probably pop up. It's like the SCP wiki. Yeah, no, it's a lot like <laughs> the SCP wiki with a lot more men having sex. That's so beautiful. I'm going to have to listen to that tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna fall asleep for that. That's the craziest <laughs> sentence that I just heard someone say. You are way too powerful. Out of, out of my jo- yeah, board. join the rabbit hole, the Ram Ranch rabbit hole. Um. The also, Ram Ranch 545 came out an hour ago. Really? Oh my gosh. What? Yeah. Is he like yeah. an AI generating these or something? I, I don't. I don't know. My this theory man is on this an guy, SCP. You're right. My theory on Grant McDonald is that he's an accountant that works for like a law firm and he hates his job. And every day after work, like he comes home with his briefcase and a suit and tie and he's like, he looks at his wife and he's like, honey, I need to go in the recording box. <laughs> and then he just sits there for like an hour in the recording box going, yeah, yeah, boys getting fucked in the ass, cowboys, Prince Harry, Sean Mendez. And then he just splices it together and makes like eight songs. I also have another theory. I believe Graham McDonald is a Christian because the level of vitriol he has against the Russian Orthodox Church in that Ukraine album is palpable. <laughs> He'll just so be like, the, the fucking Russian Orthodox so Church, Putin's puppets, <laughs> fucking fuckheads. <laughs> it's honestly... <laughs> I want more people to know about the Ram Ranch Extended Universe because I I could explain it and I don't think it would make any more sense because it's so Ram is like my favorite Christian rock band, I swear. Yeah, my, favorite, <laughs> my favorite Catholic rock band. Ram Ranch 7, like, whenever we all meet up in person, like, genuinely, it, is, it has happened more than once. I, whenever, because I always drive because I'm the only person on the planet with a driver's license, apparently. Confirmed. And a car. Uh, I'm always in charge of the music, and there's always a point in the in whatever road trip we're on where I put on Ram Ranch Seven, and we just max out my fucking speakers and just start screaming. <laughs> and like, this isn't a one-off thing. Like, I I have I have Sergio <laughs> as my witness. Nice. We, we used right. to listen to one like every like three in the morning, and I re- there's there's a couple where he says the N word, and hearing Sean <laughs> Sean, Sean Mendez Grant McDonald <laughs> belt out the N word at three in the morning when you're tired is the funniest thing. It does, it does psychic damage. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, it genuinely does psychic damage. Like, you, you're not, like, the first time it happened, we, Sergio and I, it was four in the morning. It was dead quiet. We're just listening to it, doing nothing. And then we just hear him say it, and we're like, Did that just happen? <laughs> and then it happened again, and we were like, Oh my god. Oh my god, I need to find this guy. I should have him on my podcast. I yes. No, no, I'm no, putting no, my no, foot no, down. No. I'm putting no, my no, foot no, down. No. You are not going Observe to be the first only. podcast. You are not going to be the first podcast to have Grant McDonald. <laughs> Try we me. are going to be the first podcast to have Grant McDonald on it. Try me. Sergio. I'm messaging him right Sergio, now. Write the email. Sergio. Go. I, I don't know Grant McDonald's I've never email. Seriously, so in my life, get you it. Will not have him. Does he have a Wikipedia oh. article? He does. It's called Ram Ranch. <laughs> Grant McDonald's in a Wikipedia article. <laughs> you want to be the first person I've had with this? I mean, there's a article? Australian baseball player. Ram Ranch is Grant a McDonald. 2012 song by Toronto-based outsider musician Grant McDonald. 2012. <laughs> oh, I love that. I- I love this bit. In 2022, the song gained mainstream attention for its use by counter-protesters against the Canada Convoy protest. That's crazy. Oh my god. I have to find him. There's an interview of him on YouTube. This is a a lead. Yo, Gavin Newsom is in the fucking Ram Ranch cinematic universe. Let's go. I found his YouTube channel. That was that's not very surprising, I guess. Oh, he doesn't have his no. email. Here. Okay, hold on. I have to save this for later. I I will do my detective sleuthing later. I'm gonna find this man though. <laughs> not if we find him I, first. I want you to know that this is your issue. This is okay. your fault. Okay. <laughs> I'll give him to you guys after I'm done with him. Whatever's left. <laughs> oh my also, I don't know if you guys remember around. uh the Dinopal fanon wiki from like way way like two years ago, but Graham McDonald has an has a fucking page on the Dinopal fanon wiki. What is that? Uh, it's 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 a it's it's someone's weird like mashup it's universe. A hole. Yeah, it it is it is a rabbit hole. We need to stop we'll talking this about way. this. It's never we're never yeah, coming we're back out if we don't stop into the land ranch rabbit hole. We should actually uh, talk about SCP in this SCP episode. What do you want to start with? Uh, well, how about we start with my article? Because I'm a uh, very so what's the word? Uh, my my article. Eh, six four four three. Six four four three. What is the word? Could you post it in the chat so certain people yes, don't I have sure to go can. looking for it? I already got it. Thank you. Okay, there it is. And would you like to read it, or would you like one of us to read it? Uh, It's a pretty long article. We could probably switch back and forth. This is not a long article by my standards. (laughs) You uh, you didn't see the collapsible. Hmm? It was collapsible. I've I've read an article that had ten collapsibles. I mean, there are long articles on the wiki. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> I am a beast. That's what I'm telling you, Sean. Do not okay. worry for my safety. <laughs> then you want to read the article? I can read it. I might also really? trade it off with uh, people for voices, because that's what we like to do. <clears throat> are we all ready? And- yes. All right. <clears throat> Instances of SCP-6443 are to be kept together in a furnished canine containment unit. All assigned personnel must be amiable to canines and must have scored an 8.0 or higher on the animal empathy test. 
which is a test to determine how suited a member of the Foundation is to working with animal-based SCPs. Assigned personnel must feed and give water to all instances of SCP-6443 twice a day, bathe them once a week, and spend a total of 120 minutes or more playing daily. Personnel assigned to these duties are to be given devices with the purpose of playing an audio file containing a voice reading the sentence, Remembered to feed SCP-6443 every 10 minutes, with the message varying depending on the personnel's assigned duty. These devices are not to be removed from the personnel's possession and may only be powered off by senior staff once the assigned task has been successfully completed. The devices will automatically turn back on at the beginning of the personnel shift and at other periods when they need to provide care again. All personnel must indicate the date and time they fulfilled their duty on the care record attached to this file. Automated feeders were suggested, but rejected by the head researcher Dr. Merkel on the grounds that SCP-6443 instances would benefit from the human interaction provided by researchers manually feeding the instances. Should instances of the SCP show signs of dehydration or malnourishment, all available personnel are to feed and provide water immediately. No personnel are to leave the facility until this task has been carried out. SCP-6443 instances are quadrupedal species bearing resemblance to the Canis lupus dingo, commonly referred to as dingoes. All known instances of SCP-6443 have dark brown and black speckled fur covering their backside and tail with white fur over their stomachs. All instances of the SCP display antimimetic, which is a term used to refer to an effect that causes an individual to experience some form of memory loss or forgetfulness. And these properties cause their caretakers to forget to care for them. This includes forgetting to feed, give water to, bathe, or show affection for the SCP. Currently, 13 instances of SCP-6443 have been found and contained. Their antimimetic properties do not affect their visibility or knowledge of them. It only affects actions taken to care for them. That's a sad idea. Oh man, that hurts me to think about. Thank you. The good boys. The good boys. They were? Addendum 1. Discovery Log. On 11-12-2016, the Foundation was alerted by field agents stationed in Adelaide, Australia, of a previously undiscovered species of canine which was dying in mass upon being domesticated. Peregrinus Animals, a company known for the trade of exotic animals, had discovered the SCP instances in the wilderness. The group killed the parents and captured all other instances of SCP-6443. Documents procured from a nearby office of Peregrinus Animals detailed that the company had focused on capturing every instance of the SCP they could find to avoid other similar companies taking the opportunity. SCP-6443 was stated to be an extraordinarily rare find due to the rarity of new species of canine being discovered in recent time, as well as the rarity of canine species native to Australia. Many breeding companies and seekers of exotic animals had already shown interest in buying instances of the SCP, and many of these requests had been fulfilled at the time of Foundation discovery. No indication that the company understood the anti-mimetic effects of the SCP has been found. Foundation agents tasked with containing instances of SCP-6443 tracked their location using documents procured from the Paragenus Animals Company. Is that how it's pronounced? Paragenus? I don't know, I just made the word up. <clears throat> Sounds right. The SCP instances were found within multiple buildings of the company in the homes of wealthy citizens. A collective this is, 100... Hmm? This is really bad timing, but I have to be AFK for a couple of minutes. 
I'm very sorry. This is fine. I will be back as soon as I can be. Actually, this is a, it's good that you said that because I will have to uh, leave uh, in like five minutes to go pick up that thing I mentioned. Pause the Sounds episode. Sounds like a pause. Sergio. Pause the episode. All right, and we are back. Matt, will you find where you left off and let's continue? I know exactly where I left off. <clears throat> A collective 137 instances of SCP-6443 were found in the homes of wealthy citizens as well as multiple buildings within the company, 124 of which were deceased. To the distress of many families and individuals, Foundation personnel removed all instances of the SCP and delivered them to Site-124 for containment. All individuals with knowledge of SCP-6443 were amnesticized and all documentation of the SCP was destroyed, with all financial transactions being reversed. Addendum 2, Incident Report. As of 8 p.m. on 11-13-2016, all research staff assigned to SCP-6443 failed to fulfill their duties to care for the SCP. The following is an audio and video log of an interview conducted with the junior researcher Mick Manis one of many junior researchers assigned to the SCP. Interviewed junior researcher McManus interviewer, Dr. Benside. Who would like to be Dr. Benside and who would like to be McManus? I can be Benside. I'll be McManus, I guess. Please state your name and position. Jack McManus, assigned to SCP-6443. What did you need? Objection hearsay. Please allow me to ask ask the question, McManus. Sorry, sir, but I'm here past the end of my shift. I was supposed to leave at 8. Are you new here? Yes, SCP-6443 is my first assignment. I see. You will soon learn to speak in a more professional manner when involved in an interview with senior staff. Staying a bit late after your shift will likely be one of the easiest annoyances you will need to deal with. On to the topic at hand. You are currently assigned with providing 6443 with food, correct? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's correct. And despite this, 6443 has not been fed once today. Why is that? Well, pretty much all day I've been going to give SCP-6443 their food, but... Every time I go to do it, I always find myself doing something else, and here we are. I see. Looking at the disciplinary logs, it seems you've received multiple warnings for failure to fulfill your duty. And despite this, you've still not completed the task. That is correct. And you don't seem concerned. Were you planning to leave today, having still not fed 6443? Oh god, you're right. I completely forgot. I'll take care of that once we're done with our interview. Understood. Please understand I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Jacob's alive. Please understand. We're currently reading part of it. Yes, we're we're reading the 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 text log that you keep interrupting me. I'm going to keep (laughs) interrupting you. It is my duty as a citizen. Almost done. Just let us finish. Please. Understood. Please understand that failing to complete your assigned duty will cause disciplinary infraction to be added to your personnel file. Understood. Junior researcher McManus left the office soon after the interview was conducted. SCP-6443 was not fed, and McManus has been likewise disciplined and removed from the assignment to SCP-6443. Addendum 3, Incident Report 1114-2016, the following day. 
As of 6 a.m. on this date, of the 13 living instances of the SCP, seven were found deceased due to malnutrition. The remaining six are malnourished and near death, as well as an extreme state of distress. The following is an audio and video log of an interview conducted by Dr. Benside with Dr. Burkle, a senior researcher assigned to the SCP. Begin log. Uh, Sean can be Dr. Merkel, if you're all right oh, with no. that. No. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Please state your name and position. Uh, Oliver Merkel, researcher with level 4 clearance. I'm currently assigned to the research and caretaking of SCP-6443 due to my animal aptitude test score of 10.0 and my experience with canines. What exactly happened here, Dr. Merkel? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I have been granted a large number of staff to study and take care of SCP-6443, including multiple junior researcher. Every staff member was assigned to particular duties relating to the SCP, but not a single one has been done. Few of my staff had a notable record of disciplinary actions before they were assigned to 6443, and none of them seemed particularly lazy, and yet I consistently find them doing something besides their assignment throughout the day yesterday. Hence the disciplinary action report. Yes, every single person working on 6443 was eventually dismissed from duty for the day. At one point, I took it upon myself to take care of 6443, but before I knew it, my shift was over and I needed to get home to get ready to go see my son's basketball game. I didn't realize that the instances of 6443 hadn't been given any care at all until today. They haven't been taken care of at all since we contained them. And have the remaining instances been taken care of today? Oh, oh shit! Dr. Merkel runs out of the room. And that is the end of the log. Addendum 4. Email to Site 124 Director from Junior Researcher <sighs> Calvin. Jacob, would you like to be Junior Researcher Calvin? Yes. This email was sent at 1.12pm, the same day as the previous issues discussed with Dr. Merkel and Dr. Benside took place. Subject is Dr. Merkel Concerns. Hello, this is Junior Researcher Calvin. Currently assigned to research on SCP Redacted. For the past three hours, Dr. Merkel, assigned to SCP-6443, has been continuously running back and forth between the lounge and SCP-6443's containment cell while panicking. I attempted to stop him to see what is wrong, but he refused to listen to me, saying he needed to take care of SCP-6443 immediately. I don't understand what's going on, but this behavior is very concerning. Thank you. Junior Researcher Calvin, Site 124. Addendum 5, Incident Report 11 2016 two days following the previous incidents. As of 7 a.m. on this date, of the six remaining instances of the SCP, four were found deceased due to malnutrition. The position of the corpses seems to imply that they were engaging in close contact before death, possibly, or comfort. The two living instances were seen laying in front of Dr. Merkel, facing him and whimpering. Both showed signs of extreme malnutrition. Dr. Merkel was asked to leave to conduct an interview regarding the incident. The remaining instances of the SCP whimpered loudly, and Dr. Merkel closed the door to their containment chamber. The following is an audio and video log of an interview conducted by Dr. Benside with Dr. Merkel. Begin log, 7.30 a.m. Please state your name and position. Uh, Dr. Merkel, level 4 researcher. Please compose yourself, Dr. Merkel. Dr. Merkel appears greatly distressed. His hair is unkempt. His uniform is wrinkled. There are large, dark bags beneath his eyes, and his hygiene is noticeably poor. I... 
I'm okay. Dr. Merkel, I understand you were assigned to 6443. Please explain the events that led up to all but two instances of 6443 being deceased. Please, Doctor, I I, I can't. Dr. Merkel, when is the last time you slept? Dr. Merkel does not respond. His legs visibly shake. Doctor, this is very unprofessional behavior. Please answer the question. Sorry, um, maybe the 13th? Dr. Merkel, you're saying you haven't, you have not slept for two straight days? I, I need to go feed SCP-6443. Dr. Merkel rises from his seat and immediately collapses to the floor. SCP-6443, I have to feed the dogs. I, I have to, I have to feed, feed my dogs. Dr. Benside stands and walks to assist Dr. Merkel, squatting next to him. Dr. Merkel lays on his stomach and begins to pull himself towards the door while panting loudly. His body visibly shudders and shakes, presumably from exhaustion. Audio corrupted at this point. End log. Sergio and I had the same idea, apparently. Uh, I believe this would be addendum Is that a is that a, is that a uh, text error in the page? Addendum six. Incident report eleven sixteen twenty sixteen dash two. No. Ah. As of nine a.m. You on have the been owned. How does it feel? Incident. No. I never noticed that. Addendum five two. The two remaining instances of the SCP were declared deceased due to malnutrition. All junior and senior staff assigned to the SCP have been relocated with no disciplinary actions except Dr. Merkel, who has voluntarily resigned from his position, has been properly amnesticized. The object class of SCP-6443 has been changed from safe to neutralized to reflect this recent change. Interview Log 03 Audio File Recovered Review Recovered Audio Click how badly do you want to save those dogs? What? Answer my question, Merkel. I can't watch another one die, Dr. Benside. I can't handle it. Are you prepared to save all these dogs at all costs? Yes. Please follow me, Doctor. Item number SCP-6443. Object class. Safe. Instances of SCP-6443 are to be kept together in a furnished canine containment unit. This containment unit includes a fenced-in outdoor area that the canines have constant access to. Dr. Merkel is to oversee the caretaking of SCP-6443, and his living quarters are to be directly connected to SCP-6443's containment chamber to facilitate constant care and monitoring of the SCP. Dr. Merkel may choose to request other personnel to aid in caring for the SCP. If needed, these personnel must be amiable to canines and have scored an 8.0 or higher on the animal empathy test. Description. SCP-6443 is a species of canine with antimimetic properties causing their caretakers to forget to care for them. This includes forgetting to feed, give water to bathe, or show affection to the SCP. Amnestics have been used to successfully counteract this effect, which is a medication that has anti-antimimetic properties. The two remaining instances will be referred to as Dash 1 and Dash 2. Addendum 1, Incident Report 
1116-2016-3, the same day that the two dogs were reported deceased. Following the events outlined in Incident Report 1116-2016, the remaining two instances of SCP-6443 were fed by Dr. Benside, a researcher assigned to the Anti-Mimetics Division. They were then relocated to Site-41 for care by members of the Anti-Mimetics Division. After being administered Nestics, Dr. Merkel, now assigned to the Anti-Mimetics Division, has been able to effectively care for the instances of the SCP. Dr. Merkel's primary and only duty will be to care for and report on the health of the SCP instances until he reports that they are both restored to a sufficiently healthy state. Addendum 2. Log of Care for SCP-6443 from Dr. Merkel 11 16 2016 Would Dr. Merkel like to read this? 11-16-2016. Instances of SCP-6443 have been properly fed, bathed, and provided with a clean and well-furnished containment chamber. I took it upon myself to spend time with 6443 to provide them comfort. However, I fell asleep soon after sitting down in their containment chamber. 11-17-2016. I awoke in 6443's chamber to find both canines laying beside me. I chose to continue laying there so as not to disturb them. Within an hour, both instances awoke instances awoke and walked through their, around their containment chamber sniffing the blankets toys and bowls they are still getting used to their new chamber uh they are still getting used to the new chamber and then provided both of the canines with their breakfast they did not eat it at first but once i sat down next to them they slowly consumed their food i have been giving them three small meals a day rather than one or two large meals to help them adjust to a healthier diet than well being starved both canines frequently drank from their water bowl water bowl they are looking better already but this process will be slow neither seems to be afraid of me skipping ahead three days on the 20th the instances of 6443 no longer hesitate to eat their food and they both appear to be properly nourished in addition they have begun to show signs of excitement and playfulness occasionally wagging their tails and jogging around their containment chamber neither is running yet but they are improving i have named the male dash one teddy and the female dash two page uh the 24th four days ahead Paige and Teddy have shown great signs of improvement in health and energy. Both canines are now eating regularly, getting excited for meals, playing with their toys and each other, and frequently running around their containment chamber. With the use of treats, they have learned to go to the bathroom outside. I have taken them both on a walk outside their containment chamber with their leashes secured around my waist to prevent them from running. Both showed hesitation to walk any further than a few dozen feet from the door, and both reacted with fear when seeing other personnel. On the 28th, I have taken Paige and Teddy on a walk outside of Site-41. They enjoyed the open air, frequently pulling on their leashes as they walked around the forested area. In addition, they have become more comfortable with the other staff assigned to their care and only show minor fear of other personnel. As of 11-28-16, I believe I can comfortably declare both instances of 6443 to be restored to a healthy condition. I will continue to monitor both regardless, but any immediate risk of death has been negated. Addendum 3, Video Log 1129-2016. The following is a transcription from a video log recorded to confirm Dr. Merkel's statement on the SCP's health. Choice hours were included to help demonstrate the health of SCP-6443. 0600 hours. Dr. Merkel lays in his bed. The blankets are pulled up to his chest. SCP-6443-1, hereby referred to as Page, lays on a dog bed nearby. SCP-6443-2, hereby referred to as Teddy, lays on Dr. Merkel's bed with its back against Merkel's side. 0630. Page wakes up, scratches its head, and walks over to Dr. Merkel's bed, wagging its tail while staring at the doctor. Teddy lifts its head up 
and also wags its tail, making a thumping sound as it hits the bed. Dr. Merkel slowly opens his eyes as Paige licks his face. He smiles and quickly reaches to his nightstand, grabbing a pill bottle and swallowing a hexagon-shaped pill with a glass of water sitting by his bed. 0632. Dr. Merkel gets out of bed, quickly followed by Teddy, and he briefly pets both. The instances follow behind him as he walks to the canine's food bowls, then fills them with a measuring cup, giving both a cup and a half of food carefully measured. Neither canine eats anything until he adds a spoonful of peanut butter, mixed with vitamin powder provided. The doctor walks away as the canines eat, sitting at his desk and turning on his computer. Thirteen minutes later, the canines briefly use the bathroom, using a swinging dog door provided on the door leading to the fenced-in area. They return shortly after, both standing next to Dr. Merkel as he sits at his desk. Both stare at the doctor expectantly, wagging their tails. <clears throat> he reaches a hand down and pets both, typing with the other hand. Teddy whines and lifts its paw up to the computer tower and presses the power button. Dr. Merkel stares in disbelief as the computer powers off and laughs, further exciting the canines. Five minutes later, Dr. Merkel stands outside in the fenced-in area, throwing a frisbee for Paige and Teddy. The canines both eagerly chase after it every time, attempting to grab it before the other. Dr. Merkel pretends to throw it multiple times, with the canines never falling for the trick. After pretending to throw the frisbee for the fifth time, Teddy jumps into the air and grabs the frisbee, running around the fenced-in area as Dr. Merkel chases him. One hour and thirteen minutes later, Dr. Merkel sits on his couch, playing a podcast out loud from his phone. So you think you can fan in. On the coffee table, Paige lays with its paws on Dr. Merkel's lap, licking Dr. Merkel's cheek as the doctor cranes his neck in the opposite direction. Paige eventually lays its head on his lap, after which Merkel begins to pet it. Immediately, Paige's tail starts wagging, and she starts licking Dr. Merkel's face once again. Dr. Merkel laughs. If I was security yeah. at this site, and I caught Dr. Merkel listening to this episode, I would have probably just shot him. <laughs> Most likely. After, after what happened for at the first 15 minutes of this episode? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Do you think Dr. Merkel would make a, a Ram Ranch for SCP? What? Wait, what? I'm missing a joke here. I said, I said, if if because he, he's listening to a podcast, I said if Doc, if Dr. Merkel was caught by, listening to by our site podcast, security listening this to this episode of the podcast, I would have just <laughs> shot him. Same. <laughs> I think he's canonically listening to the Joe Rogan experience. Hate to say it. That would be really <laughs> funny. Oh, he's watching the he's watching the Elon Musk episode where Elon Musk smokes weed and he's like, oh, he's so cool. Check it out, Paige. <laughs> This dude owns Twitter now. Immediately after watching the man smoke to, weed, uh, pages Paige's tail starts wagging, and she starts licking Dr. Merkel's face once again. Dr. Merkel laughs, tilting his head away as Teddy jumps on the couch and begins to lick Dr. Merkel as well, overwhelming the doctor as he chuckles. <clears throat> Petting <laughs> both at the same time. One hour and twenty Six minutes later, Dr. Merkel re-enters the containment chamber after briefly leaving to use the bathroom. Upon the sound of the door opening, both canines jump up and run to it, wagging their tails. He quickly closes the door behind him as both instances jump up on him. He laughs, kneeling down and petting the canines as they lick at his face. Forty-five minutes later, Dr. Merkel sits in his bed, his back upright against the headrest. Paige lays at the foot of the bed, while Teddy lays with his back to Dr. Merkel. Dr. Merkel quietly pets Teddy as he reads. Dr. Merkel's statement on the stable health of the SCP has been approved. 
Dr. Merkel will continue to monitor and care for the SCP-6443 as his primary duty and will now also be assigned to other additional duties. Addendum 4, Incident Report, 3-25-2018. As of 3 p.m. on this date, the remaining instances of SCP-6443 were found to have mated and produced 10 offspring. The offspring have been determined to possess the same anti-memetic properties of the original SCP. Multiple new personnel are to be assigned to care for the new instances of SCP-6443. Well, that was fun. So I have to say, uh, <clears throat> you, you, and, you and Nikki need to team up in your love of animal cruelty. Uh, to, to dogs, <laughs> for whatever reason. I don't know what they did to either of you, but bruh but this this did this did turn turn into something wholesome instead of just like dogs <clears throat> die of d- d- malnutrition yes this was quite fun that does happen though yes uh there is one suggestion or one perhaps just a question that i have so why exactly does it have to be like an extra audio file of um Something secretive happening between Benside and Merkel. What do you mean? Like it's just like a very dramatic. Are you prepared to save these dogs was, at all cost? Yeah, it's him taking the dogs to the anti-memetic department. But like, I just don't get why Benside like is even caring too much about. It's, pr- it's probably off the books. But it's on the I books. I think that's the issue. Is it? <sighs> Is it is it is recorded in the SCP page? I am on the books. Oh my god, I was muted the entire time. I was like, I'm I'm trying, I'm explaining, I'm trying to explain it. Why aren't you listening to me? I'm so dumb. Like I literally like I'll I'll literally explain it. Like literally, what are you saying? I'll just explain what it is. (laughs) I'll explain it. (laughs) Have you ever read the Anti-Memetics Division by Quantum? Oh my god, how long was I muted? I'm I'm so. That's okay. That's okay. It's all good. We We have not read it. Don't worry. Okay. We have not well, read it's that. It's a really great series. The Anti-Memetics Division, their whole thing is that they take care of SCPs that are anti-memetic because they got the drugs to handle it. Right. Same with the Anti-Memetics Division. Just due to all the SCPs that they handle and that they contain, uh, lots of anti-memetic effects kind of affect like the stuff they deal with, too. So, oh. uh, like, a lot of people... Like, if you saw that last bit of the audio log in the normal thing, but you don't know what actually happened to the dogs, like, you wouldn't know... Nobody knows the Anti-Memetics Division exists, right? So, in, like, in official documentation, the dogs all died. But in the mm. anti, like, in reality, they actually haven't died. That last bit of the audio was just corrupted so that people, so that researchers wouldn't see it and be like, what happened to the dogs? Like, mm. uh, and be, like, super confused. Does that make sense? Yes, I, yeah. I, I know exactly what you should do. You should hyperlink to the anti-memetic division from this page. I'm not sure if you, you did already at some point, but that Let's would die. Yep. Hate you. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> no, Matt, not you. You're you're, you're fine, John. <laughs> you live this time. No, Matt, I mean, I wouldn't know, be. I wouldn't blame you. I, Matt, this is. You, you I've know, been horrible this episode. Matt, you know what? fully well. You know fully yeah. well. Yeah. That last episode, I went on a rant about hyperlinking in SCP articles because they turn. John, I, do I don't know. Care. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can I approve his opinion care. or not as an as an official <laughs> author. But so many authors create these rabbit hole hyperlink like fuck fests where it's like an article with like six hyperlinks that reference six different articles 
right? And then you're like, oh, I should read those. So, you know, I opened six more tabs, and so now I have seven tabs. <laughs> and then I read one of them, and there's five more hyperlinks. And so I'm oh. like, oh, let me open some more. And then the next thing you know, Google Chrome is taking up 14 gigabytes of my RAM because I've opened up 71 <laughs> hyperlinks from one story. <laughs> oh my God. You would love, you would absolutely love my, uh, you would absolutely love Keter Duty. Ever, you ever read that one? I have not. Is there, is, there, like hyperlinks? is there a million thousand? Which, which <laughs> thousand series did I read to you about, Sergio? Was it 5,000? Where the, Maybe. yeah, it's 5,000 where the, uh, it was where a the ship, foundation wasn't it? turns no, where the foundation turns evil. That's five thousand. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, SCP five thousand. That's one of the ones. Let me count real quick. How many hyperlinks are in SCP five thousand? <laughs> one, two, including the tables. Three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, uh, let's see. Scroll, 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 scroll. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. <laughs> okay. Don't you I disagree with the hyperlinks. 24, 24 hyperlinks. When I read through, when I read through SCP-5000, I stopped clicking after like five because I had been reading it for 40 minutes and I was like 10% of the <laughs> way done because I was like, oh, What's ooh, what's SCP-096? At least it makes things feel like a connected universe. I'm gonna connect my fist into your skull. <laughs> Pro gamer move is ignoring the hyperlinks and just <laughs> continuing to read. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, why, yeah, 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 yeah. Why, why don't why don't you just read more SCPs and so you can go? Oh, I know what that I am is. Too mentally <laughs> ill to be reading this many hyperlinks. I don't care right. if Doctor Bright's amulet is in like. is in this story. I can't read. <laughs> I feel like that's a that's a more foundational problem than the hyperlinks. Ouch! But um, I I do I do still stand by the fact that I I would appreciate the anti-memetic hyperlink on this one. I think that would be a really cool way to um interconnect it. And um. To Jacob's point, you probably my mom came home and she said she had food. Oh, uh, uh, I will consider that. That's not a bad idea. That's not but, a bad idea. Also, but perhaps a very good story. to uh, to appease Jacob so he does not um uh get attacked by the FBI again for what he might do to you oh. is uh, just put in a footnote that describes what the anti memetic division does, or That's specifically the thing in the yeah. whole world is when. They reference an SCP in an SCP article, and instead of making me click on it and read an entire other article, they put a footnote that's like two sentences. <laughs> yeah, a footnote. Because footnote would be I good. can't read. Okay. At the Damocles Initiative. Also, I was going put to suggest... hyperlink in the footnote. Oh! That is also true, so true. He's so smart. Look at this guy. This is why he's mad. Big brain. I, I was going to suggest... For one of our SCPs, we should reference only international SCPs and not the ones that have been translated. Mm, yeah, I like Matt, it. Matt, Matt, I need your Mandarin uh, uh, proficiency to translate some Chinese SCPs. What the Dunlin Buhal? Sure. What does that mean? That means I don't speak Chinese very well. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
speaking you speaking well enough to say that. I I can tell you that I can speak poorly in your in someone's language. I all I can say in Spanish is my pants are on fire. And where is the library? <laughs> Why? I don't know. Mon oh, I can call you a refrigerator in Spanish. Oh, you yo know that, uh, soy el duende de educación especial. You're in special I, education. I, I am a goblin in special education. <laughs> uh, Wait, is that what this is? Is that censor worthy? I don't think. I don't. I think we need. A, I think we need an O five council vote real quick. And was was that censor worthy? How would that be censor worthy? I don't know. Special education. What if Sarah listens and she gets mad at me? <laughs> Imagine if schools have to censor themselves. <laughs> let's uh let's let do you have something from Are We Cool Yet? So let's get let's get back on track. I have for multiple subjects from Are We Cool Yet. I will um, say while you were reading that, I noticed multiple problems that I fixed as we read it, so that's great. Oh, good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm Proofreading. That, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we that we ousted you as using the number five twice. I hope you feel <laughs> I can't believe I didn't notice that. I'm I so embarrassed. I'm, I hope you feel pure shame. Pure shame. <laughs> That's okay. 2016 2, the sequel to 2016. You yes. made one mistake. How dare you? <laughs> there are multiple more. You just didn't notice them. I, I, I literally was editing this thing as we read it. Like, <laughs> oh my god. That's, that's a power move, to be honest. By the that's way, actually quite nice. So I can get to plus 50. Ah, oh, there yeah. it is. Hey Sean, who 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 edited your article twelve minutes ago? It's so it's so strange, <laughs> yeah, right? That's really oh my god! Who did... Damn, that's crazy. Oh my god. Wait, wait. Let me let me look in the uh the the what what the history? Oh my god, Sean Saxon four four four. I know him. Oh, I know crazy. him. Oh, oh, oh. oh god, that's the guy who's on. So you think you can fan him? Oh, oh my god. god, that's like my least favorite episode. Yeah, I hated that episode. You're a controversial figure now that you've associated with us. How does it feel? Yes. <laughs> I I feel like I made I made this co- this podcast significantly more controversial our, by being on it. Our first ever collab we ever did with anybody, we were called <laughs> controversial figures, and it was like we we've, we ta- had, like, we've taken that as a badge of pride. <laughs> we were just like, <laughs> yep. I was like, I'm honored to be controversial. People don't it was know like who winning we are. the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> now, if we're if we're if we're looking for pages for Are We Cool Yet, um, I actually I, have three that okay. I quite enjoy. I was gonna However, I was gonna recommend Orgy Five Council Nine XXXK and the Virginity Scenario, but I think yours are probably significantly better ideas. Honestly, me. I really want to know what that is. I'm not sure. I was literally about to say I want. We should read that because I'm curious. These are the ones that I have. They're they're less. The critics kind of funny, but they're less funny and more just really good. Like. They really personify uh, Are We Cool Yet? I really like 173D. But well, the orgy one, one is quite one. short. So what do we want to do? Send it. Um, read it. Let's read a serious one. Or if this one is serious. Well, I, I don't know. Sean seems like he really wants Whatever to see the she, end of virginity yeah, scenario. Sean, do you want, <laughs> want to see the end of virginity scenario? <laughs> All right. Since our, since, our, uh, since our guest is so excited to read. He has spoken. 4G5, Council 9, XXXK, end of virginity scenario. Can I read this? <laughs> I really want to know what this is. Yeah, Matt. 
Tamantha Gones sat in a flimsy plastic chair. She was surrounded by 11 people sitting by ornate podiums surrounding her in a semicircle and looking down at her with cruel glares. A spotlight shone down from the ceiling, making her skin uncomfortably moist. One podium to her right stood notably empty. After a moment of paper shuffling, a shrill female voice spoke. Sergio, this was made for you. We of the O5 Council. Sergio, that's not shrill. We of the O5 Council find you guilty of participating in exactly three deviant acts within the last two weeks. There is undeniable evidence of your engagement in hand-holding, Eskimo kisses, and hugging. Give him Reddit gold right now. (laughs) The woman paused to allow the horror to sink in before continuing. This is clearly and obviously unbecoming of a member of the Sexual Conservatism Protectorate. As such, the O5 Council has voted 11 to 1 to henceforth revoke your credentials and remove you from the organization proper. You may now have one minute to respond to this judgment as you see fit. We need to unlock the Sergio voice more often. <laughs> Who wants to be Tamantha? This is brilliant. Uh, Kai, be Tamantha. <laughs> okay, I will be Tamantha. Tamantha. This is only... such balls. <laughs> that was the line, by the way. Not something that he just said. Yeah, no, it's great. That does it's sound like something we would say. It does. <laughs> After leaving the Hall of Judgment, Tamantha goes. Formerly O5-9 struggled to keep her composure as she walked through the streets of Site-19. The strategically placed oscillating fans that would typically provide her hair with supernatural volume on her walks instead only highlighted highlighted the unsightly twinge her appearances had taken during the ruling. Her tan skin, usually flawless, was marred by a luminous sheen of sweat, and her eye makeup had become smudged and slately asymmetrical. As she neared her apartment complex in Keter Town, she spotted a familiar face attempting to scale the gutter, his hair black with streaks of white illuminated in the fresh moonlight. I want to be the climbing boy. Okay. Oh, hey, Ty. The climbing boy (laughs) shouted. I came to, like, ask if you... You know... With all the information getting out, are we, like, a thing now? Tamantha shouted a reply. <laughs> oh my god, Colin, go away. Yeah, okay. He said as he plummeted <laughs> from the side of the building, landing several stories below in an open dumpster filled with bags of Dr. Kane's soft sheddings. I'll be here if you need me. She ignored him and entered the building, bypassing the slick white decor of the lobby and heading directly up the stairs to her studio apartment. Once there, she sat down on her comfy plush chair. Normally, the Bigfoot leather padding would calm her legs. Yes, hyperlinking to the Bigfoot SCP, SCP SCP-1000. 
but she felt nothing but deep sadness and resignation as her head sank limply to the side. Uh, she said. One thin hand reached out to the modest every wood coffee table placed tastefully to her right. Hyperlinks to SCP-038, which was a uh, uh, SCP that has the ability to clone any object that touches its bark. Nice. Me too. She grabbed a picture frame and brought it to her face as the table sprouted a duplicate frame in its place. The picture was a beautiful Anne Hathaway-esque woman clutching an equally attractive infant. This picture was taken 23 years ago on a day very important to Tamantha. Her birth. She sank deeper into the armchair as the memories came flooding back. Tamantha was never like the other girls. She was born with a deep <laughs> She was a type orange born of a virgin mother and bestowed with the strange and terrible ability to control sexual deviancy with her mind originally it wow. seemed tamantha was set on a course for evil but when her mother was killed not hours later by agents of the one-eyed serpent's hand tamantha steeled her resolve and decided to use her abilities for good when she was an infant, she decided to use her abilities for yes. good. <laughs> With her powers harnessed, <laughs> she founded the after her birth. <laughs> Pretty based. <laughs> she founded the Sexual Conservatism Protectorate, using her abilities to clean the world of sexual deviancy and unwholesome personal contact. Tamantha opted for the 05-9 position because she felt it would be unfair to the other council persons to take 05-1. The sexual conservatism protectorate was wildly successful for the next two decades, fighting foul groups of intercourse like Herman Fuller's Circus of Debauchery, Hermaphroditus Labs, Grew Division Penis, and Are We Chast Yet? All oh across God. the Is world. Is that why this is uh, tagged as Are We Cool Yet? Are you kidding me? I, I'm a <laughs> Oh my God. This is so bad. <laughs> I'd like to once again point out that she was an infant when she when she founded the protectorate. Yes. <laughs> it's been, it's been two yes. decades and she was she's twenty-three. Yes. All across the world, metropolises formed and flourished. Site 19, Site 30, the state of Texas. However, there still existed a single pocket of misery within Site-19 centered solely on Tamantha as she began to weep for a mother lost so long ago. After a few hours, her misery was interrupted by a sudden knock on her door. She poked her nose through the crack she pried open. Yeah. Three large men were outside. Uh, yeah. T.Y. Mantha? She decided to open the door fully. This is she. What's up? The man in front seemed to be dragging a luggage cart behind him. Staggered further back still, the other men were holding cardboard boxes outstretched. Yeah, we're uh, we're here to move you. Move me? What? You, uh, you can't, like, uh, you just, uh, you can't just live on site when you're fired. We were ordered to move you to, uh, a standard containment villa in Paris until your situation gets uh, sorted out. He scratched his neck, not looking her in the eye. He must be nervous. Wait a minute. Tamantha nodded, slowly backing into the room. 
Oh, yeah, I'll start getting my stuff packed. I'm just wondering, though. The man in front raised an eyebrow. Yeah? Why would they send agents of the (laughs) clit insurgency to help me move out? (laughs) I hate this article. I hate this article. The man's eyes opened wide in surprise. (laughs) The man's eyes opened wide in surprise. He's a Michael Freeney moment. Just for a split second. (gasps) Then he lunged for her. She sidestepped him, backing into her reading room, careful to not trip over any ornate rugs while backpedaling. As the other two thugs rushed into the room, she ran past her chair towards the window, stopping to overturn the coffee table just in front of her pursuer's legs. Her assailants began to multiply, forming a confused and immobile heap on top of the table. With a running start, she leaped through the window, glass shattering all around her, and landed 40 stories below in a dumpster filled with dog hair next to a very confused teen. Oh, hi, Ty. Colin said. (laughs) She ignored him, gracefully climbing out and setting off down the street. The streets of Site-19 were almost unrecognizable from the terror that streamed forth along their gutters. It was the Protectorate's greatest nightmare come to life in front of her. An utter and complete chastity breach. Oh, my God. She saw... I almost said breasts. She saw beasts leaking in the shadows. The hard-to-turn-off reptile. The boogie (laughs) plague doctor. The The flesh that mates. (gasps) Oh, no. This is so bad. I should have known. Tamantha thought to herself. The clit insurgency were going to ambush me, take me out of commission so that the SCP could fail in my absence. I must put a stop to this before everything spirals out of control. First, she must go to the O5 Council and convince them to rescind their metaphorical embargo on help from Tamantha Gones. Then, she would need to go to the Site-19 nuclear reactor facility and detonate this city before the degeneracy spread to the entire continent. The skies were red with blood, and the night wrought with screams as she approached the looming Hall of Judgment, seat of the O5 Council. As she approached the main conference hall, her resolve began to falter as she heard the unmistakable sound of squelching flesh. Oh, she no. peered around the corner and could barely keep from shrieking in horror as she observed the eleven-backed beast that had once bid the O5 Council. Elderly skin ground against elderly skin in a vaguely choreographed undulation. (laughs) Okay. Okay, she can fix this. She can use her powers to leech away their horrid urges and restore them to the boring council persons that they were before. But they would always be haunted by the memory of what had inspired on this fateful day. Would she subject them to that? No. Tamantha thought as she pulled the switch and activated the contingency flamethrowers integrated into the council chairs. This is what they would have wanted. And she strode out of the now burning Hall of Judgment as quickly as she had entered. That's really fucking dumb and funny. Once she was out in the open, it's perfect. It's perfect. She searched for the nearest storm drain, which was now flowing with all sorts of horrific fluids. Minding the sludge, she slipped limberly down to the normally pristine sewer system, landing on a mesh walkway. 
Using the maps placed for ease of navigation for tourists, she quickly charted a course of the Site-19 nuclear reactor and set off. The reactor was an imposing structure. The massive cylindrical chamber was focused on a smaller cylinder in the very center. Eight symmetrical walkways stretched from the center cylinder, connecting it across the abyss to the surrounding walls. The central cylinder itself allowed a dull glow, and one specific data panel set apart from the cylinder would be the primer to set the whole thing to blow. Tamantha started to set across the long hallway, but there was something in her way. A familiar face. Oh, hey said Colin, <laughs> the green light reflecting off of his bone-white hair with streaks of jet black. Jacob, I want you to know that the voice you chose for him in the scene is making it very intimidating. Tamantha stopped <laughs> walking, stunned in sheer puzzlement. Colin, get out of here. I have to arm the self-destruct. He tilted his head. Yeah, but why? I gotta destroy the epicenter of the breach, Colin. We gotta get out. We can get out while the timer ticks down, and then I can deal with the sexual fallout before things get too bad. Is that really what you think you're doing? Colin's voice had changed. That's adorable. What's going on, Colin? Your realization dawned upon her. You're with the clit insurgency. He didn't seem to notice what she'd said. You've been thinking about this all wrong, Ty. The breach <laughs> didn't happen because you weren't there to prevent it, Ty. You are the breach. Horror crossed her face. What? What do you mean? He started to close the gap between them. You were born with all this sexual energy and you just kept it pent up for... 23 years. He was right in front of her. It was so easy to get you to just let it all out. All you needed was a few, say, Eskimo kisses. She felt the sting of betrayal <laughs> deep in her heart. You, you bastard. Colin shook his head, his smile only growing. All I did was help you discover your true nature. Now... Why don't you embrace your calling? Hug me one more time. He spread his arms and closed his eyes. Tamantha huffed in place desperately, trying to catch her breath. Her mind was racing and no brakes would work to slow it down. But suddenly, she felt calm. Slowly, she stepped forwards, wrapping her arms around her white-haired other half. Serene, Tamantha whispered three sylvan words into his ear. Get dunked on. With that, she pulled with all her might, sweeping Colin off his feet and tossing him to the side. He impacted the oh. railing and flipped over it, spinning head over heels as he fell into the glowing abyss. Tamantha oh. stood <laughs> and watched, clutching the rail tightly. She straightened her back and looked at the end of the hallway. The console. She raced towards the glowing pillar, the final cog in the nuclear reactor that kept Site-19 running. She started... <clears throat> To punch in the countdown codes on the console. Until she had a thought. If what he said was true. She said to herself, words echoing in the lonely reactor. Site 19 isn't the problem. I am. She thought about her mother, who had made her sacrifice so many years ago to ensure a safe, platonic future 
for all of humanity. And then Tamantha walked into the radioactive glow. Three days later, Site-19 had existed in a dull state of acceptance for the day since the incident. Many people were left scarred, but they knew their lives would continue in friendly, platonic bliss. And they knew their hero had sacrificed herself for their well-being, and that she would not be forgotten. But there was a void in the city, and not to fill it. Although... Oh my god, you guys love those! 300 meters below the remains of the... Hyperlink. Hyperlink, 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 hyperlink. 300 meters below the remains of the Hall of Judgment, a familiar figure stepped out from a glowing pillar. Her hair was still slightly twinged, but her face was smiling. Tamantha Gones, currently 059, stepped into the light, practically radiating with platonic energy. And boy, were there things to do. This was written by... This was written by, uh, by Ty Gently. Nice. Shout out to Ty Gently for creating whatever we just read. A masterpiece. That was I beautiful. Hate the SCP Wiki. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the SCP Wiki. I don't like this. I want to go back to holders. Can we do that again? <laughs> I I upvoted. I can't I'm I'm <laughs> They had Are We Cool Yet tagged only because they said the words Are We Chaskin? <laughs> yes. That is this is not an Are We Cool Yet article. This was written for um the crack fiction uh, contest. Oh my and, god. And uh, it won the Thaumiel category. Damn. It, it got 17 upvotes. Award winner. Award winning story. Orgy 5 Council 9 XXXK end of virginity scenario. So what were you <laughs> Is this podcast over? Can I go? Can I leave? I don't want to be here anymore. We, I, I mean, hate if, this. If you have one more short one, we can end on. I'm joking. I'm joking. That was a note. joke. I want to keep going. I'm just <laughs> okay. It, okay. <laughs> it was. It was so funny. It. It's. It's like. It's like. It's like the my. It's like a my immortal SCP. Like that kind of style of like Mary Sue Berry like uh main character. I could have been 051, but I decided to save some pussy for the rest of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, I actually really love this. But I hate it yeah, so much. Yeah, that was great. I love that a lot. This is not an article yet article. At all. Alright. <clears throat> I'll be back in two minutes. Go ahead and find uh, whatever it is we're going to read next. Yeah, what do you What do you oh, want to read god. next? I, I put three in the chat. Do How many? How long do you guys... How much longer do you guys want to go? Um, That's a Kai question, I think. Oh. Was he the one who just left? No. No. That would be Matt. But I will need to sleep soon. So, shorter one? What's the shortest one here? Uh, do you think... Okay, if you... Depends if you want to give, like, a really good example of what... Like, if you really want to show what uh, Are We Cool Yet is like, I would say we should do... Uh, I, if, if you think we can fit in 173D and flexibility, those both are really good showings of what uh, Are We Cool Yet is like, and they're both pretty short, but Cover. otherwise it's up to you. If I we have to choose between them, both. I would say 173D because it's really okay. good. Kybert seems to be okay with both, so we can. Yeah, do I think we can do both. Brilliant. Yeah. The critic is also really good, but we'll for another time. Maybe next episode. Your wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yes. Yeah. I would adore coming back as long as we don't read mm. anything involving orgies. <laughs> I cannot. But that's how we do. Guarantee that. Yeah, there's oh, no man. promise, unfortunately. 
Maybe next time we can read the Minions Day at the S- at the SCP instead. Oh Matt, did gosh. you hear which ones we're doing? Nope. We're doing 173D and flexibility. He posted them in the Zencaster chat. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. What are we starting with? Let's start with uh, flexibility. 173D is a really All good right. one to end with. I want to give a little context to this. This is from a series called The Cool War, which is a really good, which is about the Are We Cool Yet in general. Really great series, by the way. Literally my favorite piece of fiction ever. Like, not just on the SCP Foundation. My favorite thing ever. I'm making an audio drama adaptation of it, actually. Uh, subscribe on YouTube Ooh. to see that eventually. Um, but it's not like, it won't spoil anything. It's really early on and it works as a standalone article. Oh, I had a question that I forgot to ask you because I was busy putting away groceries and shit. Um, are you going to be involved with a uh, with sideshow at any point? To your knowledge, I am on the main team of sideshow. You're actually, on the main team of sideshow. We yeah, plan I'm super on cool. producing content for sideshow. We're in the uh, collaborative Discord. Yeah, I. That's where I met uh, Hunter. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's what I figured. I'm really looking forward to doing more sideshow stuff, man. It's going to be so oh, cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing your guys' stuff there, too. You should make, mm-hmm. like, a trailer for your podcast at some point. I think we might have uh, ad spots opening up, and that might be oh, this might be good for that. That would be great. That would be lovely. Um, I can't confirm that, because I am saying that out of, like, just what maybe might be the case. Okay. So, like, not official. Unofficial. Official. Unofficial. Official. Unofficial. Yeah. I'm going to get fired for saying that, I bet. But, you know, I'm going to hey, try and hey, we, 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 <laughs> I think if we can get Nikki on our side, we'll be fine, right? She yeah. tolerates us. She responds to my tweets. Barely. <laughs> there are two people oh, who you read have my no tweets. Idea what Nikki's like in DMs, man. It's terrifying. There are two types of people who read my tweets. Nikki and the FBI. <laughs> two types of people. <laughs> right, I would say which one am I, but I'm not going to read your tweets. <laughs> you know, that's fair honestly <laughs> the, fu- the funny ones get me in trouble so you're not missing much. okay i'm gonna refill my water real quick if we're if we're sure. taking a long time unless we are ready no you can do that real quick mm-hmm. go right for it. just one sprint I, I I love in this Are We Cool Yet episode. It's taken us an hour and 20 minutes to actually get to reading <laughs> Are We Cool Yet. It was his not an Are We Cool Yet? No, it wasn't. It was an anti-mimetics oh, division I, skip. I, missed, I missed half of his in my defense. Because <laughs> my parents came, or my mom came up with the worst time. <clears throat> well, That's a the, good defense. In the worst case scenario, we can make this two episodes. That's true. True. Um, have we asked him the age question yet? We haven't asked. Uh, no, we have not asked him how old he is. Since we're children, we're baby yeah, goo children. Yeah. Did you Did you know Nikki was thirty two? I don't know if she ever mentioned that on the show, but I oh saw it on the show. What? I remember that. Makes us feel like babies. Isn't? Back. Isn't? Oh, we were just discussing. Um. So we asked this to every guest. Um, what is your age range? Because we are by a very long shot the the Google babyest youngest people <laughs> of anyone we've collaborated with by a pretty large uh scale. <clears throat> for some okay. reason, I'm gonna be honest. I thought you meant like for dating at first. And I'm no, like, no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Whoa! What are you looking for? So many things wrong with that question. <laughs> Um, I'm 19. Ian, up, hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) 
What's your answer? I'm not gonna make Give it us your campus. answer. 19. You're 19? Oh my gosh, we found oh a baby. We're, we're not the youngest mm. anymore. Oh, we're all... That's, we did I it. think we're all 22. I'm Hi. about to be 22 at the end of this wow. month. Google baby. Yeah, because everyone else we collaborate with is like 30. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're just like... We're ever, they're like, yeah, back when we were younger, we'd listen to like shit on like cassette. And I'm like... <laughs> yeah? Yeah. To be oh, fair, yeah. I listen to things on cassette. So well, you're a hipster. I feel that I'm you're, not. You're a, jan- you're a janitor. You're required to listen to things <laughs> I'm on cassette. I'm a janitor. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Got to pull out my Walkman, dude. We're we're like brothers now. We're both um, supply and janitorial <laughs> yes. services. Indeed, service bros. This is giving me flashbacks to my uh, my uh, my interview with Doctor Gears, where he like uh, he said the word nylons, and I didn't know what it meant. And oh then like after gosh. the episode, my dad texted me and he said, "I'm so sorry, I failed you, and you didn't know what nylons were." <laughs> That's so funny. I, he actually said he asked me like, uh, "What what's a, what's a so you can fan thing on your calendar?" I'm like, "Oh, it's another podcast I'm going to be on." And he's like, "Oh, send it to me after you're done, and I'll listen to it." Sure, Dad. I'm I, sorry. Now I'm not going to say anything. I'm I just sorry really hope he doesn't find whatever it. You, whatever you, whatever you find peace. I am so sorry. Yes, we we uh, all directly this, apologize that you son? had to listen this to this Ram Ranch thing. See what I love <laughs> is that this podcast is just how I talk to my dad. So I would never have the issue. Oh, this podcast is yeah, how you same. talk. What are you talking about? Yeah, this is how I talk to everybody. It's so <laughs> it's not good. I'm an evil person. I'm in my villain it's arc right now. Guy. I'm in my villain arc right now. <laughs> uh, do we want to read the article? Yes. Yes. Sure. Please, God. I narrate since Matt has narrated 371 stories in the last 30 minutes. All right. Mm. So we're starting with flexibility, Craig? Yes. Yes. When we first encountered the artists, we followed standard procedure. Shoot first, first ask questions later, then pass around amnestics like candy at a birthday party. I had to burp. That did not work for long. The traditional textbook strategy that we employ is specifically designed to counteract organized groups. You look at our GSC policies, chaos insurgency policies, MC&D, the church, pretty much every force that we exchange bullets with in our interactions are dictated by the book. Hell, our interactions with them were what helped write the book. With With all of these people, the line is that we are waging wars of attrition. Does that make sense in my brain? I think so. We are able to keep up with them because while all of these groups are big, we're bigger and we're going to keep shooting until their metaphorical clip runs dry and then some. But this strategy doesn't work with the artists. It's not because they're bigger than us, because they're not. It's not because attrition warfare assumes both parties of centralized management. There needs to be a single singular point of control constantly driving against the other side. But the artists are not like this. The artists are not centralized. The artists are not unified. And most importantly, the artists do not shoot back. As such, we cannot engage them in the same way that we engage the other players. The war against the artists is, unfortunately, waged 
on their home turf. While they throw us the occasional skip, most of what they make is not directed towards us. It is released into the wild, presented as art, and then summarily forgotten. It is our job to secure this art and, if possible, the artists themselves. They're a culture, not a corporation. Our best guess is that the artists are just a passing fad, and if we're lucky, the cool of today will be bland tomorrow. Yeah, we're always going to have a few, but they aren't manageable right now. The best we can do is control their range, and even then, we're playing a losing game. The name of this game is not capturing and keeping the artists. You will not be able to hold them. However, the game requires us to know where the artists are going to be, and most of the time our intelligence sits on the spectrum between nil and fuck all. Current strategy is uh, if the opportunity presents itself, you pick up a lone artist, drug them to the dickens, squeeze, I like that. I like the phrase drug them to the dickens. This gets a thumbs up for me now. Squeeze them for all they know about local exhibitions, then hit them with standard amnestics. Then you need to reintroduce them into their environment naturally. If you've done your job right, your artist will have no recollection that they got nabbed in the first place. You will have a place and time to arrange for inconspicuous crowd control. Don't forget this, because it's damn important. Never bring an artist to a site. If they try to break for it, they will have a plan. And that plan will involve grabbing anything they can grab and freeing anything they can free. If you need a place to store an artist, you stick them in a safe house. We don't keep safe house locations on file anywhere. Once you're all assigned, I'll tell you where your area safe houses are. Do not write down the locations of safe houses. You memorize them, and you don't say a word about their location outside this room. As far as anyone outside this room knows, the designation safe house is not part of the foundation structure, and you're to keep it that way. As I said, who's in my, someone's in my bathroom right now. I don't know why, but it's freaking me out. Uh, as I said, That's a spooky. The, the artists are decentralized and incoherent. And so the war against the artists is a culture war. The thing is, as loose as their organization may be, there's still a tendency to arrange in a tighter cells. These cells are the ones who organize exhibitions. They pick a place and it spreads by word of mouth. This leads to our secondary strategy, and one that's a bit controversial, long-term infiltration. Yes, some of you are going to be masquerading as artists. Yes, you will go to exhibitions. Yes, you will smoke their weed. And yes, if it's required by your cover, you're going to have to make some art yourself. That's right. You're going to be breaking the foundation's gospel law, and you'll be making skips. Of course, since I assume none of you are capable of making anomalous objects by waving your hands and saying magic words, you're going to need some help. That'll be covered by Dr. Samuels after lunch. Anything you make yourself, you'll need to destroy yourself. On the flip side of this, we are breaking the other gospel law of the foundation. You are going to destroy skips. Back when we didn't know what we were dealing with, we contained everything they threw at us. This was a massive, massive waste of manpower and resources. Much of what the artists design are immovable, permanent installations in suburban areas. 
if we are stuck to cordoning off and containing every piece, we'd have half of New York City under lockdown. Yes, yes, yes. I know what you're thinking. We're violating every rule in the book, but this is the only way we can deal with them. And the time has shown us that it works infinitely better than standard procedure. This is the only way that works, and if anything, we're results-based. Now, this does not mean you're going to be smashing up everything in sight. That's the GOC's job. Our primary goal is still containment. You're to use your best judgment on whether it's something that can be reasonably contained to begin with, and if it isn't, you break it. If it's something you can pick up and slip in your pocket, that's what you do. If it's a giant mimetic hazard plastered on the side of a balloon, you pop the balloon and see if you can recover it. If it's something immovable that's going to violate causality in the middle of Times Square, you smash it to smithereens. Also, and this is the one rule we really try hard not to break, don't kill it if it's alive. Yes, you are probably going to see living installations. No, they are not what you were thinking of. They are worse. Last thing. One of the biggest cells we know is a guy. It's headed by a guy called the Critic. Nobody knows much about him. So if you learn anything about this guy, you pass it back to us. Because right now we know he exists. And that's about it. That's my bit over. Bagels by the door. Dr. Samuel's part starts in 10. Interesting. Yeah. You may notice one of the other articles I had uh, I had lined up as a backup is called The Critic. So I suppose that's something to check out if you're in the audience, perhaps, and you want to know more about what's going or on there. if you want to listen to Sean on another episode where we cover more of this. Mm. Oh, so many good article yet articles. But, uh... Yeah, I thought this was a pretty good introduction to what Are We Cool Yet really is, especially oh, yeah. how they are seen by the Foundation. I, I like this article a lot. I it think, is written by Randomini, uh, great author. I think the concept of uh, a subsect of a uh, like of a group that doesn't follow the rules of the group in order to better the group is a is cool. Yes. Um, good thing Michael's not here. Because I'm about to use an example that would set him off. <laughs> yeah. Warhammer mm-hmm. 40,000. <laughs> <laughs> Please clap. Back in the day, pre ninth edition, um, Sean, I don't know if you know anything about Warhammer. Literally nothing. Okay. Warhammer is a, is a game where you paint little plastic men and make them fight each other. But there's a lot of books and lore. Um, People mostly care about the books and lore. It's 50-50. It's 50-50. There is a group of um, uh, space marines called the Exorcists that in in pre-9th edition lore were a a group of space marines that would would be pure and then go out of their way to get possessed by demons to strengthen themselves and then purge the demons from their own bodies. Which in the the Warhammer universe is like the cardinal sin. Like doing anything demon worthy is like means even to get knowing like about demons is genocided. like even knowing about demons will get you shot. Yeah. So letting yourself I get possessed by demons is like super. They will nuclear bomb you if you do that. That's not even an exaggeration. Yeah. 
that's cool. I'm not going to go down the Warhammer rabbit hole because there are so many episodes of this podcast where we go down the Warhammer rabbit hole. And We've already I, gone down the Ram Ranch rabbit hole. We can't go down another one. Warhammer's fun and cool, and we all really must – not we all because Michael is here. Not here, <laughs> but here in spirit. We all really like Warhammer. So we talk about Warhammer a lot because if there's one thing you can't get a Warhammer fan to shut up about is Warhammer. I honestly forgot yep. this was not an SCP podcast, so I was so confused. Like, how does how does the conversation go to Warhammer when you're on the SCP? Uh, because there's a Warhammer SCP. Of course there is. I'm sure it's about I don't yep. remember the number. Uh, it's Series 1, though, isn't it? Or is it Series 2? Uh, I think it's, I think it's series, series 1. one. Mm-hmm. Let me Google. Oh, if it's very it's, well, Series 1. It's Series stuff. 4. We are completely Oh, wrong. never mind. Series SCP 3973 is an anomalous <laughs> Warhammer minifig that fudges dice rolls. <laughs> and it is sentient. Yeah, it talks in dice. Like it, it, you, you roll the dice and it knocks dice off the table, or or makes them land on certain things equal <clears throat> to a letter in the alphabet, and it spells out things. Wow. Yes, it it's a good one. Anyhow, on to SCP one seven three D. Oh, this one, this one's so. Is it good. about decommissioning SCP one seven three? crazy that you would make that assumption uh, does anybody specific want to read it or should i read it i can actually read this okay go ahead yeah, go for you've it. it enough matthew sit down okay <laughs> i'm back guys welcome back to you we read a, we read the story all right okay. now we're reading another story the top is i'm gonna be honest but uh okay scb 173d you say the thing at the top Ooh, yeah, there's yeah, a the, like image. It's a Ooh, gif, GIF of the description of one seven three, and then the little face flashes in the in the screen. Spooky. Oh, what it is. Spooky. Although that face right. is that face is no longer canon, actually. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, we need a, we need to report this page for uh, using non-canon material, um, and I'm also suing. Downvote. 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 I'm editing it and putting... Uh, and putting bed Grinch. Uh, bed Grinch. Uh, redacted. Okay, reading now. Smith was the ideal Foundation agent. Methodical, reasonably moral, reasonably amoral, and unquestionably loyal. Yet he felt strangely reluctant about what he was about to do. It was a standard decommissioning. The Foundation had a reputation as a bunch of pack rats, collecting every piece of trash or pile of dirt that didn't fit into their understanding of the world. Locking it away forever under the notion that they're somehow doing the world a service. Yet occasionally, the gears of bureaucracy would turn, the accountants would crunch some numbers, the researchers would analyze the data, and an object would be slated for destruction. Decommissioning is what they called it. And SCP-173 was soon going to be SCP-173 decommissioned. SCP-173, Euclid class, autonomous, ectoentropic, observational, sculpture. By all rights, your bog-standard anomaly, a piece of anart that kills you if you look at it the wrong way, probably created by some big spy fresh out of art school. Smith didn't want to put too much thought into the matter. He wasn't paid to think, or at least, not at the moment. No, at the moment, he was being paid to smash. Yet he was hesitant. 173 wasn't special. Sure, it was one of the few files open to general access, but that was probably because it had so little to hide in the first place. Sure, it's one of the examples SCP, one of the example SCPs that they they have in that packet they hand out to new employees. But that 
better serves as a testament to its genericness. Sure, everyone in Site-19 knows someone who knows someone who's died to the thing in some containment breach or another. Smith himself has attended a few funerals because of it. But it didn't deserve any special recognition. Not from Smith, not from the Foundation. And yet, he felt he was about to do a disservice to the world. Were the characteristic drone of a Scranton reality anchor filled his ears. Alright, it's now set up. That was the signal for him to start swinging. Thwack. He started with the face. Thwack. The crude caricature of the human visage on 173's bulbous head looked strangely accusative today. Thwack. Why did he have to do this manually? Thwack. Budgetary concerns? Thwack. Since when was money an issue? Thwack. He didn't have to worry about the thing coming to life in the middle of a swing. Thwack. He had an entourage to make sure that didn't happen. Thwack. It felt wrong doing this in front of an audience. Thwack. Better than the alternative, he supposed. Thwack. Was it some mimetic effect? Thwack. No, the Foundation is thorough about screening for cognito hazards. Thwack. Sure, it was someone's life work, but he wasn't one for art, much less art with a kill count. Thwack. Maybe he's been at the Foundation too long. Thwack. Long enough to get too attached to, the, to these killing machines. Thwack. He briefly wondered if this particular killing machine was alive. Thwack. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Whoops. I'm gonna keep reading. Yeah, it's okay. Let's keep reading. Too hard. Yeah, it's okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. He briefly wondered if this particular killing machine was alive. Thwack. What the? Okay, all right, all right. Who's the funny man here? Okay, all right. What's going on, Sean? What's going on? You invite me on this podcast to make a mockery of me? What's going on, Sean? What's the issue? What are you talking about? What? I swear to God. What? Am I allowed to mute other people? What what happened? I don't know what what happened. I'm so confused. (laughs) It just sounded to me like someone got whacked, which is what happened on the writing, right? I was so, like, I was so deep in the sauce. I was, like, I was so into it. I heard that. I was like, you're joking. Like, no. I did not just hear that. Yeah, I just heard heard you say thwack. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. I didn't hear anything. Why Why don't you read it again? Look, I'm just gonna keep going this time, okay? No, I'll just read it one more time. <sighs> you busy one. <laughs> no, you're good, you're good. 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 you <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Frog, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, ah. Read right. it now. Three, two, one. He briefly wondered if this particular killing machine was alive. I made it out that time! I knew it was coming! You're gonna hide from me! I'm gonna hyperventilate! (laughs) 
say something. No, no, I. I have tears in my eyes. I despise all of you. Every single one. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, one more thwack just to get it out of the way. One more thwack and then we're normal. Okay, okay, I'll lead up to it. He briefly wondered if this particular killing machine was alive! Eight naked cowboys in the showers of Stop it, make it stop! Antichrist, I hate the Antichrist, I hate the Antichrist. Man, I think you hit the wrong button that time, buddy. You want to try it again? No. Okay. My voice is like shot. You can, oh. you can finish the article now. <laughs> I'm going to uh, keep going now. I'm so- <laughs> I'm not sorry. Now we will return to a state of dramatic... Uh, oh my god. Oh my god. <sighs> he briefly wondered if this particular killing machine was alive. Thwack. Briefly. Thwack. Why was the thwack with no sound effects funnier? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I waited. I waited. Like I was like, is it gonna happen again? Are they gonna do it again? Am I about to leave this I'm recording going, I'm going to cry. I'm, I can't. I'm deeply I sorry, cry. Sean. I could not resist. Oh. I had the soundboard oh, pulled up and man. ready the second I, I saw the chain of Gaslighting us. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> okay, okay. Continuing the article. Well, now it didn't matter. That was it. The statue was now a slurry of blood and stone on the floor. It was a magnum opus of someone unknown, attention-starved artist who put a piece of themselves in their work, spent decades in containment. It killed hundreds of people. The Foundation has spent thousands on keeping it contained. Its face had been emblazoned into the minds of thousands of D-Class, living and dead. It was now an unrecognizable heap of rebar and human excrement. Smith loosened a grip on his sledgehammer. Smith slackened his stance. Smith let let out the sigh he was holding in. That's when he noticed a canister in the rubble. Did SCP-173 have some secrets after all? Ever carefully, he crouched down to pick it up. He wiped it clean of any bodily fluids. Desperate for an answer, he unscrewed the lid and read the note inside. Are we cool yet? That was it? <laughs> That's the I, end of the article. I liked it. I liked uh, it too. I swear, I liked it. I swear. I love. I I did genuinely <laughs> I love the you article. Swear. I swear, it was really, really interesting. Oh my god! I, I did, did quite like it, but I, it a lot. I'm. I want you to know, <clears throat> my blood pressure was <laughs> gradually rising with each thwack because <laughs> I knew what I had to do. <laughs> Oh I can just God. imagine you're like you a it, my finger pressure increased. over the button. I got warmer. <laughs> were you, were you I like to Jacob? imagine that the concrete dust heap that is left over from this destruction is still uh is is still anomalous 
Only instead of killing you, it just goes into your lungs and gives you asbestos poisoning. <laughs> That's like just, actually so much worse. You just develop cancer in like twenty years. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, that is worse. That actually scares me more, I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, like Ouch. like instead of it killing you, it's just like you don't know it goes into your lungs, you're just like, Oh, time to go home. <laughs> Oh <laughs> and, with that, and with that lovely, lovely thought, yes. I suppose it's time to wrap up the episode. <clears throat> I will <throat> say, when I was saying "thwack," every single time it just felt less of a real word. Oh, yeah, yeah, that tends no, to like happen. That happens. We have a couple of fan fictions that we've written for the podcast that we just repeat words in a lot, and every time yes. I write one, um. My Dante hurts. from the Devil May Cry. Yeah, I had to write the phrase Dante from the Devil May Cry franchise like probably over 100 times for a, for a story. <laughs> and every time I read it, I, I would look at the word Dante and be like, this is not English. This is not a word. This is a, a heap of letters that I'm gaslighting myself into thinking is real. <laughs> <sighs> but anyways, Sean, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes, thank thank you, you for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you so you much were, for having me. You were a lovely truly guest. so terrible from beginning to end. I'm glad. <laughs> that's, our, that's our purpose. Is that's to make our it motto. As miserable for that's our whoever purpose. isn't normally on it as possible. And sometimes we make it for miserable, make it miserable for the people who are on it, just to mix it up a little bit. Well, we don't bring people oh, on as guests for Chain of Memories because we don't actually want to get targeted by the FBI for cruel and unusual we're, torture. We are, we are, we are absolutely masochists, and we torture ourselves all the time. What is Chain of Memories? Chain of oh, Memories no, 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 no. We're not getting into this. It sounds like a Kingdom Hearts game. It It is a Kingdom Hearts game, it but it's also be. a bootleg novel that we found on Amazon written by a guy named Mike Freeney that is a ripoff of Naruto, Kingdom Hearts, Dot Hack, and Star Wars, and a bunch of other things that we have a over 40-part series on. Yes, oh the pretty sure it's over 50 at this point. The first two novels oh, from beginning to end. Two years? Oh, wow. I had no idea. Yeah, we, we started in 2020, right around... We've been going nuts. Right around COVID time. Sergio, um, if we're uploading this on YouTube in like six months, you need to censor out the word COVID. Oh, yeah. Uh, the unspecified illness of unknown origin. Yeah. The coof. Put that over when I said the C word. Put, the sla- put one of my flacks over it. Yeah. <laughs> that works too. The flack. Can we use your thwack as a censorship noise in future episodes? Do we have please, your, do we have please your do? I want this to be the mark I leave on this podcast. <laughs> well, hopefully, well, we can always come back. Well, yeah, hopefully, it's not the only mark you leave on this podcast because you are absolutely welcome to come back. Thank you so much. I would absolutely love to. This was a great time. I enjoyed this a ton. Yeah. Literally, just DM us if you want to be in a, on an episode. Oh, yeah. You will be in the next time. episode. We record like two or three times a week, depending on the. <laughs> We record like beasts. We're animals. The thing, the, the way we do it is, is this is literally just how we hang out with each other. We're, we're like we're like Batman in the movie The Batman, where he where he walks around and beats people up at night. Only instead of beating people up at night, we record podcasts at eight p.m. Yeah, we are a bi-weekly <laughs> podcast, and we've hardly ever missed that schedule. And sometimes we just uh, turn into crazy people and release more. an episode every day of the week. Yeah, we have done that more than once. We've done five days in a row of of multiple recordings. I think we've done up to eight days in a row. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) I'm I'm announcing it right now. This year, the 12 days of Fan and Miss. 
Yes. Oh. 12 days in a row. It definitely won't ruin our, our audience retention like last time we did a bunch in a row. <laughs> <clears throat> Any who's it. Thank you, if you are listening, for listening to So You Think You Can Gaslight. Oh. Come back next week when we find a new guest to gaslight. To gaslight. And we will make them about <laughs> their own existence as a human being. Welcome to So You Think You Can Gatekeep Girl Boss. Yeah. The, Maybe the we'll finally be able to answer the, the question. Are we cock dick balling yet? <laughs> yes. Now, Someday. before we officially wrap up, where can we find you again, Sean? Yes, let's go. Plugging time. Plug it, plug it. Oh, Advertise. Plug, plug, plug. Okay, one more time. Sean Saxon on YouTube. That is my best place. The best place to find me. My podcasts are also on like major podcasting platforms. I swear it's there somewhere. Uh, you just have to look really, really hard. Um, uh, if you're a fan of the SCP Wiki, check out SCP Authors and Knowledge. <laughs> I highly recommend episode. Uh, six, I think it is, with Dr. Clef and Dr. Gears, the originals. How many, how many episodes are there? Uh, there's like nine, if you count the April Fool's episode, with Freddie Mercury and Dr. Gears, which is three minutes long. Oh, that's a perfect. Um, <laughs> oh, and I also did Jackrabbit and Nikki, who you guys had. So yeah. uh, did, we have, did we have Jackrabbit? I don't think we had Jackrabbit. We, we have not had, had Jackrabbit. Jack redact that. Redact that part. Two redact that. <laughs> But um, yeah, check that out. Also, you can check out Create Stuff if you really, if you really <laughs> want to see some more in-depth interviews with uh, SCP authors. I interviewed Dr. Gears. I interviewed DJ Cactus and Random and I who wrote Flexibility that we wrote today. Yeah. Uh, also, eventually, I'll be doing an S- episode of SCP Authors Anomalous with one of these people in it. Oh, yes. Me. Which is uh, terrifying, Ooh. but... Uh, you know. What? Only you? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well i well, i mean it's we'll not the shot i did do i did recently do an episode come. with four guests at a time and it actually went really well jack council episode go check that out i'm, on, I'm on your youtube jack right Dragon now source of all my problems you interviewed boundary break dude i know right what that's crazy yeah man i did not expect him to say yes and now he won't respond to any of my dms we're trying um, but we're, we're trying to get uh <laughs> we're trying to get um <laughs> this is our long shot is um uh, <clears throat> we're about to upset Michael again. <clears throat> Warhammer forty thousand. Please clap. Clap, clap. There is a Warhammer forty thousand. There's a Warhammer forty thousand author um, who wrote some of the most popular novels, known as the Soul Drinker novels, uh, who has written two, two SCPs. SCPs. Really? Yes. His name is That's super cool. Sergio put it here. I don't remember his name, but Ben Counter. I, I Ben Ben Counter. I remember the Soul Drinkers more than I remember the name. I'm a terrible person, but Ben Counter. He has two SCPs. Stonefish told us about him. Um, Stonefish is the Stonefish one who is, transcribed them. Yeah, Stonefish transcribed them. Uh, tra- wow. I also think. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I just saw the YouTube video on your chan uh, on your channel. Lamanberg the musical, but without the gay parts, and it's oh the it being two seconds long made me laugh. It is my it is my most popular video by far. Like it has twelve thousand views. That's like eleven thousand more than my most popular podcast episode. That's crazy. We it have exposed like we have we have exposed you as a dream SMP stand. How does it feel? Oh, I'm I'm not proud of myself, man. Lamanberg okay. the musical is really good, but I'm not proud of myself. It's okay. We forgive you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you.
I did like <laughs> so many episodes around BMSMP creators. Oh my god. It worked though. The algorithm liked it. The algorithm liked it. That's all that matters. Very true. <clears throat> Anything else anyway, you'd like to add before we. Uh, uh, yeah. Go watch that. That was really cool. It has like 42 views right now. I really need to start advertising it more, but I'm kind of. I'm trying to wait to get to get to see if she's able to be willing to help with that. Um, Dude, that's crazy that you even got him at all. But the fact that he won't respond to you about it and won't like retweet it, I think, <laughs> is also really funny. Like it, it is. It's funny. dumb, but it's also really funny. I know it's because he's, really he's just really busy, like you know, doing this as his job. Uh-huh. But like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep annoying him until he does respond. Like, I just, just the thought of him just being like, yeah, I'll be on it. And you're like, cool, how about some uh, engagement? And he's just like. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually, I swear to God, this episode, that was so insane. I like, literally when he messaged me back on Twitter, I like, I jumped out of my seat and immediately called someone and like yelled at them about it. You're like, mom. uh, You know, he isn't the only big person that uh, has recently agreed to be on the podcast. Uh, oh. Do we have any? Do we have any exclusives that we can that we can air? Honestly, I would, I I would totally tell you who it is. But they said like they said yes, but like wait for a little bit because they have a family issue, and I want to make sure they're still good with it before I say it anywhere public. However, I'm probably mm-hmm. gonna message him right after this because you've just reminded me. So I'll tell you. Uh, I'll send. I'll, I'll tell you off camera. And uh, you can, oh, yeah. you can, uh, I was gonna say you're def. I was gonna say you're definitely not gonna tell us off camera. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh no, I would, I would never do such a thing. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. All right, Sergio, end the episode right now.